Ladies and gentlemen, I have with me on the line today, Major General Paul Valley. This has been a man that served in the United States military for many, many years and was in charge of Pacific Command. Major General Paul Valley, thank you for coming on the broadcast today. Well, thank you very much. Always happy to be back with you, Denise. Thank you. So, you know, we just, we all know, based on the things that have been said by the Chinese Communist government, that they've been fiercely supportive of the Biden-Harris election team. We understand, uh, based on the research that you've done, you've written a series of articles. In fact, ladies and gentlemen, you need to go to Stand Up America U.S. That's StandUpAmericaUS.org. And you've done some extensive research and you've several articles on this. And, you know, we just saw over the weekend the Antifa and Black Lives Matter groups marching down the streets of Washington, D.C., threatening to burn down the city. And I, I wanted to share out with my audience, this was called the, quote, D.C. Queer and Trans Black History Month March and Rally. It started at 2 p.m., and it was put on by the Total Liberation Collective. Now, I don't know who the Total Liberation Collective is, but I noticed in one of the... Do you know what it is, by chance? I have absolutely no idea. Okay. Well, I noticed in one of the articles that you wrote, sir, you, you pointed out how it sounded like someone from China who speaks not Cantonese but Mandarin Chinese was at one of the Black Lives Matter and Antifa protests, and apparently um, there are communist Chinese party members, special forces out of Chinese out of the China's Liberation Army. That there are people that are in the uh, Chinese embassies here in the United States that are actually involved in helping instigate and support these violent protests. Can you can you expand on that a little bit here today? Well, yes, uh, it's a fact that they have infiltrated uh, these organizations and even uh, have uh, provided uh, funding uh, to again uh, try to cause an insurrection in the United States okay. and in turn strengthen Biden being elected uh, because he's been compromised by the Xi Jinping and the Communist Party uh, as well as his son. And so this is a direct attack uh, again foreign and domestic upon the United States and these groups are destined to uh, bring down America as we know it, our republic and that's why now we've uh, at least General McInerney and I have stated that uh, uh, we are at war. This is a civil war, uh, and it's a war to take back our country and the, and the republic and restore that republic of the United States. This is serious business. Everybody needs to be kept up to date on what's going on. And uh, the egregious acts by the Chinese Communist Party Mm-hmm. Uh, to infiltrate our consulates. Uh, of course, the embassy's been infiltrated by years, and they put their agents in there. Now, do they? Agents, do, how, now, how are they getting over here, sir? Is it just they're using a diplomatic passport to get into the embassies here in the United States? Is that how it's happening? And so the State Department just lets them walk in? Well, yes, absolutely. They come in as students. Uh, they're all briefed before they leave Beijing. 
members of the uh, People's Liberation Army uh, are put in civilian clothes. Mm -hmm. uh, they're sent over here as uh, part of, uh, of an academic uh, okay. or even uh, Diplomat. Part of medical. And mm -hmm. They infiltrate the associations, mm -hmm. uh, the sister cities, mm -hmm. the Confucius uh, Learning Centers on our campuses. And so this has been going on for some time. Of course, you know how much they've infiltrated uh, Silicon Valley right. and the high-tech companies. So uh, right. uh, this is all to make a gigantic change in America that Obama promised to do, by the way. And Obama is in back of most of this. Biden is, I guess uh, we could call him a figurehead, but I'm not sure what the name for Biden is right now other than acting president. But uh, anyhow. These Confucius Institutes, I noticed that you wrote about them uh, Major General uh, Valley as well. I thought that was interesting. Do I understand this properly, sir? These Confucius Institutes on America's colleges and universities are in partnership with the Chinese communist-controlled colleges and universities in China, and they're waging this indoctrination campaign for our students in America to embrace socialism and communism. And so that's why we're, we're, we're seeing these young people join these groups like Black Lives Matter and Antifa, revolutionary groups, because of this indoctrination that's been, you know, infiltrated our colleges and universities for years. Do I understand that correctly? Well, sure, that's part of it. But uh -huh. uh, also for even those that uh, are not in college, uh, other uh, members of our youth uh, are paid to go out and uh, basically uh, uh, engage themselves in insurrection. And uh, all of these uh, marches, these uh, violent protest marches that we've seen in Portland, Seattle, uh, and, and, and other places well, as right, well. Right, right. You see the macking out uh, right now in Washington, D.C. And so this is monumental. Uh, right. But uh, we're uh, forging ahead, uh, groups that I'm working with, uh, to make sure that American people understand what's happening and want to understand that uh, President Biden, uh, uh, he will back down. He will do anything to uh, uh, engage the, the Chinese let them have their way. Thank goodness we had President Trump stand up about what the right. Chinese were doing, right. stealing our intellectual property, infiltrating into our high-tech industry, mm -hmm. spreading the Huawei capability throughout the... Uh, and it's still uh, going on. I yes, yes, that Huawei through our co is, is using American communication networks in order to better understand and know who Americans are and where we are and what we're doing and what we're saying. That's a tremendous concern. Now, are these groups that you're working with, are, are any of these groups approaching the Biden administration? Well, uh, uh, Biden's too busy. Uh, signing, signing executive orders. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't have time for anything else. All right. guy. He's, okay. he's exhausted by the time he does that. Now, I would, uh, I'm sure that the you know, the opposition to Biden and, uh, you know, what's going on to really enlighten the American people about the most fraudulent election in our history. Mm -hmm. And everybody ought to watch uh, Absolute Proof. Oh, that's was, right. Uh, the new video that Mike Lindell's put out entitled Absolute Proof. It's an exceptional piece of okay. actual data 
okay. with people that were on the ground in Michigan and other places okay. in these precincts that actually had been affected, the votes turned, by servers out of China. They have the direct high-tech tracking uh, in absolute proof of all the interdiction that was going on uh, from the Chinese. Now you right into America, right into Michigan. Wow. And Atlanta. Yep. Well, we know the Dominion voting machines have, were connected to the internet. So, and we had heard about people out of Germany and and China being involved in literally being able to switch a vote for Trump to Biden. And right. that was my understanding. Is that shown as part of the absolute proof in the Absolutely. video? It is. Absolutely. Okay. In, in great detail, you won't believe oh. the detail the investigation went okay. into and what they uncovered, right down to the precinct level. Okay, great. Thank you for sharing that. I want people to know we we have over 360,000 students um, plus in the United States from communist China. And as the students come in, what we're also seeing millions of dollars. I noticed the figure that you cited in one of your articles uh, is that the Chinese Communist Party is donating in the form, by way of gifts to universities and colleges. They've donated over $680 million. And I'm, and I'm thinking that's, that creates tremendous leverage for promoting their propaganda, communist propaganda, Marxism here in the United States for students. Um, sir, let's change topics. I, I, I just, you know, you've, you have served in the United States military many, many years. You've been involved in United States intelligence. And I was just last week, I believe it was, the new defense secretary, Austin, said that the United States military was standing down for 60 days. I don't know what that means to stand down. How does the United States military stand down when we've got forces overseas fighting Islamic terrorism in over 70 countries? Can you help us understand that, sir? I don't understand at all what's going on in the Pentagon and with these generals and admirals today. Uh, well, stand down means you stop what you're doing. Right, but how do you stop what you're doing when, you're, you're, what, what when, you're, trying to when you're fighting is, terrorism? Yeah, well, what they're trying to do is identify what they call right-wing extremists in our military and, and who and how do you define how do you define a right-wing extremist does that oh, mean it's somebody just a term they use it's a term they use it doesn't mean anything i mean you can identify antifa and black lives matter an insurrectionist and uh, they can't identify uh, any right-wing extremist groups maybe the proud boys but uh, many of them are just standing up uh, uh, to counter uh, antifa and black lives matter that's why we're in a civil war and we have to admit to it. But, I, I mean, even with the fraudulent election, you know, when we took the oath as an officer uh, to protect this country against all foreign and domestic enemies, the generals and the admirals are not abiding by that as far as I'm concerned. And if they were doing their job during the election period with the reports of interference into our election, our intelligence people in the military should have been on top of that, providing President Trump an optional plan or a strategy how to neutralize that threat. And this went on for weeks and weeks and weeks. The Pentagon did nothing about it. 
And uh, well, so we understood. Well, sir, help us understand. So we were told the American people were told, if you, if you, as you recall, that Pre- President Trump didn't have the authority to come into states and to use the United States military or the National Guard for that matter. So it's that's what we were. Wrong. That's wrong. Okay. Entirely wrong. It's okay. In the Constitution, he's commander in chief. That's what commander in chief means. So you think the Pentagon was just trying to. Say to, yeah, say to the President of the United States, look, you know, you shouldn't do that. We shouldn't do that. You think that his advisors within the Pentagon were basically pushing back? Because I know the President talked I about... I know that. We got reports from people inside the Pentagon were saying they're going all, all in different directions in the Pentagon. You got the generals and admirals going all different directions. You got the civilian secretaries, assistant secretaries, policy. It's like five horses going in Five different directions. If you had those four or five horses uh, in front of a, of a wagon and and uh, and taking it down the road in a direction, you'd have focus and vision. Same thing was going on in the White House at the time. Okay. Uh, and so uh, there was a, a. I mean, if I was President Trump, I would have been meeting with my general admirals uh, every two weeks at the Pentagon, uh, identifying the threats and then taking action to neutralize them. The president has all the authority in the world to federalize the National Guard, and under the Insurrectionist Act, and under martial law, he can affect certain things uh, that will protect the American people, but also neutralize any threats to America. And we have plenty of them, believe me. Well, I can just Chinese Communist Party. I can just imagine, though, people next to the president saying that would be so. That would be a political explosion. Uh, nationwide by his adversaries, and I imagine that's why President Trump held held back because you can just see and hear CNN and MSNBC and ABC and CBS and NBC just literally attacking the president nonstop. Um, if he sent in the National Guard, I I think he needed the Pentagon to come along. Uh, beside the president Trump, exactly, he needed them to speak support him. Right, he needed them to stand beside him and say, mm-hmm. "This is yep. what's necessary," and it didn't happen. So, do you believe then that this this idea that um, this sixty day review of the military, this stand down order, do you think it's about criminalizing? Um, no, it's about purging. It's about purging. Under, uh, it's about purging. Okay. Purging those out. And so, it's been put out by the Biden administration to attack even Trump supporters. So you, uh, Take action. You're going to see probably the IRS started, started attacking any companies or businesses that they know support the president. They're trying to flesh out who supported who are the Trumpers. And, uh, so and that's mi- going on right mm-hmm. now. So you think people, especially military generals, uh, major generals, those people will be rooted out if they if it comes to um, the if it comes out that they were Trump yes. supporters. Yes. Okay. Just All like right. Obama did over that, 122. He did uh, during his term that he knew were not uh, supporters of his administration. That's right. There was an Obama purge of people yeah. that were high up in the United States military, and I remember the Benghazi incident, and people were fired. That, that came out and opposed what he did in Libya. Um, so I remember that. That's incredible. Okay. All right. So basically, we can expect military purges 
by the Biden administration, as we saw under the Obama administration, they'll go after, I think, anybody on the right that ha- that says anything in opposition to the left or liberal progressive agenda for the United States. And that's really what you're saying. Is that correct, Major General? Well, that's exactly right. We've all <coughs> already have seen that demonstrated by uh, Twitter, Facebook, right. yeah, and these other uh, tech giants, fans, uh, right. tech oligarchs, whatever you want to call down there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, and so you've got, again, when you look, uh, you've got uh, in, internal threats and domestic threats. One of the biggest threats now is China working with the cartels in Mexico, big time. Big time. The Chinese, we're talking about their special forces working with the drug cartels. Is this to infiltrate the United States? Is this further part of infiltrate. Further, further infiltrate. infiltrate, yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Why do they need the drug cartels, or is that just part of, you know, undermining the United States and undermining our national security? Is that what that's all about? Because of the network of the cartels in America, uh, for example, Los Angeles is a good example. Uh, the passing of all these drugs, it's a big, big money-making business for China and for uh, okay. uh, and for the cartels. Fentanyl will be the top moneymaker. Right. And, of course, the more they can take across the border and sell to Americans, the more money it puts in their pockets to do the things they want to do. Very good. And that's, that's really that's what Iran is all about. in America. Yeah, right. Iran, there you go. Iran's another enemy. The, I know the IRGC, the Revolutionary Guard Corps, and I know Hezbollah, these, Iran is really big on those underground tunnels in Mexico coming into the United States and working with the uh, drug cartels. Is that, do you believe that's just part of a cooperative group there, drug cartels, China and Iran? Um, do you see them kind of supporting and working together possibly? Well, Iran's been working Central and South America for quite a while, yes. particularly in particularly in Venezuela. Yes, yes. Uh, but the right. cartels are deeply involved. I think I've heard over 100,000 Chinese in the uh, Panama Canal Zone area work. Uh, and they, they're controlling as many ports as they can. Uh, the flow of business uh, through the South China Sea and the Silk Belt mm-hmm. Initiative through Pakistan, where they've built two major airports now mm-hmm. and... Uh, and a, 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 a highway between the Western mm-hmm. China through Pakistan to give mm-hmm. them to a port facility okay. uh, in the Indian Ocean. So they're very busy, they're very smart, mm-hmm. and they want to take down America, and they've done it as best they can with uh, COVID-19, uh, and uh, we didn't catch on to it early enough. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. Paul Vallely, Major General Paul Vallely, StandUpAmericaUS.org. Thank you so much for all that you're doing. The, the research that your, your, your organization is putting out is really appreciated. And thank you for just coming on the Denise Gary Show. I know, you're, I know you're busy. I know you're super busy. But thank you, sir. Thank you, Denise. Have a, a pleasure. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go to commercial break. President Trump has...
correctly stated that economic security is national security. And in the Tehachapi Mountains of Kern County resides a United States defense contractor, Anate's Products. Here is the Silicon Valley of the aerospace industry, right here in East Kern. Anate's Products is a forward-leaning manufacturer and distributor of hardware sold to major defense and aerospace companies. We're talking about Boeing, Lockheed Martin, United Technologies, Northrop Grumman, Raytheon General Electric, and on and on the list goes as well as to every United States ally worldwide, including Israel, America's most important strategic ally in the Middle East. And for everything that flies, Anate's Products is providing the parts. And with me today is the president of Anate's Products, Scott Baker. Hi, Scott. How you doing? I, you believe this corner of Kern County is the hub of the aerospace industry. Well, this, this portion of Southern California here out in the uh, Antelope Valley, it, it contains, you know, some of the most cutting-edge technology going on in aviation today. You know, we have uh, some of the UCAS programs with unmanned uh, technologies going on. We have uh, uh, Edwards Air Force Base out here who's doing continual testing in their area. We have the Naval uh, Weapons uh, Station up there at China Lake doing some fantastic cutting-edge stuff, cruise missile technology, and those things are going on. We have scale composites locally doing a lot of composite technology, which is new. We have SpaceX, which is a you know private one putting private uh, entity putting things into uh, into space now. This area is the growth center for aviation's future, and uh, this is this is the area I think that uh, as a nation we need to be concentrating some of our effort and taking this technology. And as we all know, with the space program from Apollo years ago, out of these technologies, we the private sector are going to reap some of the benefits of that. Thank you, Scott. Ladies and gentlemen, Scott Baker, president of Anate's Products. Anate's Products, located in the beautiful mountains of Tehachapi, California, in eastern Kern County, is home to some of the most innovative and specialized technologies in the world, including those at the U.S. Naval Air Warfare Center, Weapons Division at China Lake, Edwards Air Force Base, as well as Strata Launch, launching satellites capable of delivering multiple orbits in a single flight to space. And it is Anate's products that has provided the manufactured devices and the president, Scott Baker of Anate's products, Marine Corps veteran, reactivated on 9-11 to monitor threats to the homeland, is carrying on a tradition of providing for the security of the United States by manufacturing every kind of fastener on anything that flies, as well as providing a full testing destructive laboratory. Contact Anate's Products, now in business for 30 years, at 661-822-6873 located at 1314 Goodrick Drive in Tehachapi for your manufacturing and testing needs today. And ladies and gentlemen, please support uh, my other major sponsor, Frugati's Restaurant. It's nominated year after year as the best restaurant in Bakersfield, California. It's super delicious. Um, they're located at 600. I, I know how to get there easily. I don't even know the address because my car just goes there. Uh, 600 Coffee Road, Bakersfield, and the phone number is 661-836-2000. So one more time, 600 Coffee Road. Their number to call is 661-836-2000. They deliver... They have outdoor dining, beautiful tinted outdoor dining. Um, and of course you can pick up. So delivery, pick up, dining, um, 
under a lovely tent on the property. And I imagine that they'll be opening up for indoor dining any day now. Anyway, Frugani's Restaurant, one of the best restaurants in Bakersfield, California, and the best Italian restaurant in town. Thank you so much for listening to the Denise Gary Show. Have a great day. Bye-bye for now.